Welcome to the Couch of Randomness, episode number 11. I am your host, John, and on the couch, as always... I'm Rose. Let's talk a little bit about Solo, that movie. Let's review that. And I am actually cautiously optimistic about a Boba Fett movie that has been announced. Could be coming. It could be good. You never know. Uh, Twitch is doing something really cool with Doctor Who. Really, really cool. I'm excited, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it. That's a good point. We, we don't know. We'll see. Our face palm. My God. Uh, How is this a thing? Uh, who, who thought this was a good idea? Why do they still think it's a good why idea? Why do they still think it's a good idea? That's a great point. Uh, the Switch is coming out with something. It's only in Japan right now. But we'll see. Well, we will um, see. Also, the Switch is a great console for masochists. It kind of is. If you want to torture yourself, the Switch is your console. Hi, I'm John. <laughs> and you know what? Let, let's talk about PlayStation. We gave Nintendo its due last week. Now it's PlayStation's turn. A new controller, maybe a PlayStation 5, and a little E3 talk. Yeah. So sit down on this couch and let's have some fun. All right, well, let's start with our normal movie review. Yeah, we saw this little tiny movie. You might have heard of it. Well, you're talking right, because it is a, it's a, it's not a tiny movie. <laughs> I mean, it's a very contained movie. Contained movie. Uh, let's, let's talk about Solo. A Star Wars story. And, I mean, we both gave it See It on the Cheap, which I still stand by. Yeah. I stand by that idea of, is it a good movie? No. It's not. It's not all the way to a really good movie. It's still not a bad movie. Is it no? I, I lean more toward it's an okay movie. It's a fun movie to F- me. Fun or cute almost. Like yeah. I, after I was done, I was like, all right, you tried. I see where it was supposed to work. Good on you. You get applause from me. That was cute. Yeah. They extended it out a little further than they should have. Yeah. But it still wasn't too bad. And, and I mean, it's Star Wars. It's got the special effects and the sound. It's worth seeing in theaters. It is. Here, here's what I, I was kind of digging around going, all right, what are other people saying? Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm finding out that as of this recording, as we're doing this right now, this podcast, mm-hmm. it is pacing so far behind uh, Rogue One. It's almost comical. I think that Rogue One really put a bad taste in people's mouths for Star Wars story movies. And plus, they really weren't looking forward to Solo, for the most part. Okay, I I will agree with you on that one. I'm more looking at it from, did The Last Jedi put a bad taste in our mouth? Yeah, there's because that Because it was December. Yeah. Five months ago. Because I know I was shocked that, oh, okay, yeah, we're getting a Han Solo movie. Probably going to be in December, because yeah. that's where you should probably keep the Star Wars movies, because there's nothing that really wants to fight it. Unless it's Jumanji 2, which actually, I think, actually beat Last Jedi in box Oof. office. So Last Je- Well, The Last Jedi, a lot of people didn't want to go see again. That's true. It wasn't one of those spectacular, oh, we're back, it's, it's wonderful, it was but okay. Jumanji is one of those movies that hit home so well and was so well received by our generation. True. That now everyone... You know, all of our friends and everyone that we know was just like, oh, yeah, I'm taking my friends to see my kids to see Jumanji, too. Jumanji. And I did so well that it's got a sequel and The Rock's back in it. Like, I guess, I mean, we haven't seen it. I I want to see it. It looks good. 
but it, it looks it, fun. It, it looks fun. And I, I know what I'm getting when I walk into that. With Star Wars, you don't know what you're getting. Exactly. It, just because of The Last Jedi 2, now I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm a yeah. little looking at it to episode nine with J.J. Abrams coming back. I have a better idea because we know what he did with The Force Awakens. Yeah. I'm kind of okay with that. But with like Solo, I don't think I smiled at all through the movie. Oh, oh, I take that back. L3 was the best character in this whole movie. Yeah, the droid was awesome. Lando was fine. I mean, we knew Lando Donald was Glover, fun. We knew Donald Glover was going to be good. That was fine. But there was so much more that they could have explored and done with this movie to justify it being there because a lot of things I'm seeing and I kind of agree with everyone is why? Like I there was that was what I was wondering going into this movie like why do we need this movie? But it didn't yeah. add anything to Han's character. It and he, it's it's kind of weird because if you think about it in A New Hope, he was his own thing. He was just all right. I'm here, and then through like Luke and Obi Wan, he's like, okay, I kind of understand now why I'm I want to help the resistance because Darth Vader is bad. I want to help them, and just okay, a nice character arc. Yeah. They really didn't do that in this movie. No. And they kind of, and if you, if you look at it, they kind of, they didn't do it, but they kind of gave him a reason why he helped the resistance. Honestly, the biggest thing that I took out of this movie is, oh, that's how he and Chewie got to be friends. Yeah, actually, (laughs) actually, you're right. That was like, honestly, because uh, that's cool. Like the love story, they pushed way too much. Yes. And I'm not going to lie. There wasn't enough chemistry there for me. No, I, you're right. I 100% agree. Like, I love Amelia Clark. Yeah. She is fantastic in Game of Thrones. And I loved her in uh, that other love story. Yeah. Oh. With. Um, yeah. What's my boy's name? Um, oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm on I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm completely on it. blanking I'm on, on his name. But uh, was it like. Let, let me something. Uh, Look up Amelia Clark. ILA. I just had her. There you. Yeah. Are. There you are. There you are. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I actually, I, yeah, tr- I really, I really loved her me in before that you. Movie. Me before you. That was so good. That and that one love was such story. a good love story. Sam and Claflin. Was, yes. That's what Claflin. it is. Yeah. 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 I was like, what yeah. is that name? And like, they did so well in that movie together. But just something with her and Elder. Alden Aldrich. Alden Aldrich, yeah. Just El- it didn't work Elric? for me. Alderick, Alden Aldrich. I think yeah, Elden Aldrich. Something like I, that. I know you corrected me on that one because yeah. I was like Elden Aldrich, and you know, no, there's an H Aldrich or something like that. I don't know. I mean, did he do okay? He did better than I anticipated for Han. He did a pretty decent job. But let me preface this by saying I went in not actually wanting to see this movie. Yeah. I was like, it, it's gonna suck between all the behind the scenes stuff and Chris Miller and Phil Lord being fired and they thought it was going to be like, like Catherine Kennedy was like, I'm hiring all these new actor or directors and you're going to get different tastes of all the star Wars universe. And then you hire two comedic directors and they give you a comedy apparently. And which would have been awesome, which actually would have been great. If you gave because, me a heist comedy movie, Oh my God, that would have been amazing where like Han Solo is quipping a lot, which I know is a little closer to Marvel. Because there's a lot of quips in Marvel. But, but there's I think a reason for that. There's a reason for that. And I think it would have, if you gave him snarky, good quips, I think this would have worked better. Or, hell, lean into the heist movie. Yeah. My God. Something. Just Star Wars takes itself too seriously now. I, I, I am now on the bandwagon. 
and I think you are too, too much Star Wars. Yeah. Way Which is hilarious. Too much. Because uh, Marvel actually has more going on, but I'm not tired of it. Yeah. And, and right before we started recording too, like a lot of people are saying, well, that's why I brought up Last Jedi is, well, we're only five months removed of the bad taste of Last Jedi. Yeah. Or the... Not let's not say bad taste. It was a bad taste for me. Yeah, it was kind of it was a weird taste for me. So just a very lukewarm reception for The Last Jedi. And then you came into Han Solo, which no one. I mean, people wanted, but not like this this. like 15 years ago. Yeah. With Harrison Ford. Yeah. People wanted this a long time ago. So it's one of those things like, yeah, I understand like how how did Marvel pull it off? Because we got Black Panther three months ago and then Infinity War. And, and I'm looking forward to Ant-Man and the Wasp here in two months. Two months. Yes. So how how is Marvel pulling it off? Well, a and month I, and a half. And I think we've already answered that question is because Kevin Feige gives the writers and directors, do it in your flavor. Yeah. Especially do it in your with eye. the newer ones. It's like, okay, let's have some different movies. Yeah. Like they're all set in the same universe. But to me, this is also why uh, there's a book sor- series called Discworld by Terry Brooks. Mm-hmm. And that series is amazing. Yeah. Like I've only read a couple of the books from that series. Okay. But every single book is separate. And like in college, one of my friends had me read the books and it was like the 20th book. And I didn't have to read the other books to know what was going on. Gotcha. Okay. Like every book is its own thing. Yeah. That, and, see, I'm cool with it. I, I kind of like that. Okay. And they're, they're, I'm sure there's a little string, a, a small string yeah, connecting I mean, all of it. I could tell that there were some characters that you had met in other books. Yeah. But that was fine. Mm-hmm. But and, and, I don't know. I, don't I, know. I, I just, I'm disappointed in Star Wars. But also, I, I keep on hoping that Star Wars will do something fun and unusual, but it's just more of the serious and dark, and they're almost. I'm going to say this. Oh, here it comes. Um, here it comes. They you need can... to quit being like DC. Oh, snap. They you are can... quickly going the way of DC. You can find Rose on Twitter at Rogue Nine Rosie to yes. voice your complaints. Go for it. That's fine. Actually, I'm, I'm going to say it too. I think they're, they're taking themselves way too serious. It, it works for me personally in the mainline story. I'm like, I know what I'm getting into. That's fine. But when you have a side story, that's trying to be as big and as serious as the main story with a smaller cast. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. It could have been more self-contained. It was very self-contained. It was self-contained, but it wasn't, it wasn't done right in my opinion. Yeah. And it just, it, it didn't leave a bad taste in my, my mouth. It was just a, what has this contributed to the star Wars lore? Or Oh, the other thing that it contributed other than Han and Chewie's fo- friendship uh-huh. is why Lando calls him Han. Yeah, that's it. Just to be a, a dick. Let's be honest. Yeah. But that's that's like, kind of sorry. Spoilers Han. on that. Yeah, that's kind of that's uh, Lando. I now I kind of yeah. I dug that. So I was like, all right, I'm I'm good with that. That kind of really kind of yeah. comes back through to, through uh, Empire, and I'm like, all right, yeah. not really not needed, upset. but cool. All right, that's yeah. fine. And then just the ending, which I, I don't know, we we don't want to get into, but. I have so many questions. It could have ended like 20 minutes. No, 30 minutes, 30 before, minutes it before it did. And, and what caused the ending and that spoiler person who shows up and you're like, cool. I mean, that was really cool. That's cool. I enjoyed that part, but, but why? <laughs> and but I, I now know. we have to have another movie 
and to explain I, what happened. And I think they're all signed on for three or four movies. I want to oh, say, yeah, this really? is like set up as their own trilogy. I want to say I read that. They're not just separate stories. Now we're going to get like a solo two possibly. Well, actually, I doubt that because hold on. We are tracking uh, right now at a three day total at eighty three million dollars. I don't even know that I want a, another story of Amelia Clark's character. I don't. OK, I will admit the like ending, her character was more intriguing. Yes. But I almost feel like this is just going to go into one of the series that they're making. I mean, it could because John Favreau is making a TV series for the streaming service. Yeah. Which he was in the movie. Did you know that? Oh, no, I wasn't paying enough attention for he, that, I guess. He was one of the voices. He was. Uh, oh, then yeah. I wouldn't have caught yeah, it. Yeah, that was John Favreau. I don't know his voice that much. But I, I have a weird theory that Not Amelia much. Clark's character and that character at the end that showed up mm-hmm. kind of is leading into maybe a uh, Obi-Wan movie. Yeah. I'm, eh. I, I'm, I'm, I, we'll just we'll just see. So long as it's like in an Obi-Wan movie and they're not trying to n- make their own standalone yeah. Like, Obi-Wan is fine. Obi-Wan's fine. All right. I mean, it, it's up to you. See it on the cheap. It's sort of worth it that way, but yeah. I, w- I would matinee this bad boy. Yeah. Honestly. Honestly. All right. Let's let's stick with the Star Wars news and something that okay. I'm sort of excited for, I guess. Uh-huh. So it was announced why we were in the movie. Yeah. Like, we were waiting for the Waiting movie. for the movie to start that James Mangold is going to write and direct a Boba Fett movie. Now, for everyone who anyone who doesn't know who James Mangold is, he did the last two Wolverine movies, so Logan and the Wolverine, which pretty good. Wo- yeah. Logan was fantastic. The Wolverine could have been better. The Wolverine could have been better, but it was a lot better than Origins. Yes, my God! But you had a low bar to beat, and James Mangold yeah. did it. He also did i I want to say he did Identity, which was one of my favorite movies. The Born Identity, or no, the the movie Identity oh, okay. with the multiple person or disassociated identity disorder person. Yes. And then Walk the Line, which I actually really enjoyed, too. But I like Johnny Cash. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm cautiously, super cautiously optimistic about this. It could be good. It could be good, depending on how you go with this. Because yeah. let's be honest, Boba Fett has six lines in the original series. Yeah. And then he picks up his dad's head in the new in the prequels. Yeah. So I, I'm still. Honestly, the Boba Fett that I would want a movie about is him after the Sarlacc pit. Because yeah. there are a lot of people who say that he survived the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. Like, that's the movie that I would want for him. Like, after the original trilogy. I would be okay with like, that. Like, I don't need an origin story I don't, for him. I don't want an origin story for I him, I don't to be need honest. a story of why is he suddenly hunting Han. He's a bounty hunter. Of course he's hunting Han. There's a high bounty on his head. Yeah, I'm sure Han probably upset Jabba. Jabba found the best bounty hunter. Let's assume it's Boba yeah, Fett. Jabba... Well, no, Boba Fett was... Like, he was hunting Han for... Uh, Jabba and also for the Empire. Okay, gotcha. Like he, gotcha. he was taking out multiple contracts because he's a bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter and and who knows? Well. I mean, if I can get paid for three multi for three contracts on the same person, yeah. Oh man, I, I do of it. Of course. Too. But it's very interesting. I, I'm in it. Just a nice little tidbit of just James Mangold, who I like as a director. Yeah. I like as a writer. I'm optimistic depending on how and where they do it. I just don't want it to be. I'm with you. I don't want it to be an origin story. Like, does he pick I'm, up his dad's head and gets really pissed off and like, I'm going to take the mantle now and I'm getting, be a bounty hunter. I'm getting a little tired of movies that they have to fit in between episodes uh, three and four. 
Thank you. I'm getting a little tired of those. And which sucks because Ryan Johnson is probably making a trilogy between three and four. Yeah. I mean, I doubt it'll be the Old Republic, but I could see him doing that. The Old Republic would be before one. Before one. Okay, good. Thank you. You are the Star Wars person. I'm just trying to catch up with all this stuff now because there's so much. I mean, even with me, I'm I'm trying to still catch up on all of the Star Wars stuff because I haven't watched the newer stuff. Yeah. Like from Clone Wars on, I haven't really watched. Yeah. Sorry. I do kind of want to watch Rebels. Yeah. Rebels seems good. I saw, I saw the first season. It was good. It was good. Yeah. We probably need to pick that one up. Side note, James Mangold also did 310 to Yuma, which under, for me personally, underrated Western. I actually really liked it. Yeah. So I'm I'm down with that. So let's just move on to the other big thing of in Disney's repertoire is Mm -hmm. Marvel. So there's yeah, but this isn't Disney. This isn't. This is Sony. Oh, but it's Sony Disney. Yeah. Okay, it's Spider Man. Let's let's talk a little Spider Man news real fast. <laughs> Apparently, Jake Gyllenhaal is in talks to play Mysterio in the worst title I could think of right now as a just a standing title is Homecoming Two. Well, how else are they supposed to? Pl- yeah, that's true. Please change that to like Spectacular Spider Man or something like that. Please, but. Please. I, I'm kind of behind this because I, 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 one, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I think he, he is kind of running the Leonardo DiCaprio, I, George Clooney thing of he's getting better with age and he's being very selective on his movies. Well, even, um, oh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Like he's being very selective on his movies and it's working. It's working for him. Michael Keaton's rumored to come back for this one too. Cause he's still alive. I'm in okay Spider-Man. So, I kind of like this idea that we might get Michael Keaton and Jake Gyllenhaal as the bad, as guys. bad guys. I'm down with that. There's something like I'm really excited for. Has Jake Gyllenhaal done the bad guy very much? Technically, yes. In oh crap, now you're gonna make so me... he's done like a couple. He's he's done. I can off the top of my head, he's kind of done a creepy one. Uh, it was where he was a like freelance it's news Night reporter, Crawl- Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Oh my god. I watched okay. that over. A, a, you weren't here, and yeah, I watched it one I still day. Need to watch it. Oh my god! I was like, "This is an amazing movie." I'm surprised he did not get like at least acknowledgement for a best actor. Yeah, my I god, that's that why movie you were watching it. was so good. And if he kind of plays <laughs> the the magician Mysterio kind of way, I, I could see him I mean, going. He's he could weird be, enough. I could see that happening. I could see him being really creepy. He does creepy yeah, really well. He does, so, and he does. It's a little scary. I, I like that, and. One of my favorite movies, underappreciated, Demolition. Uh-huh. Oh, man. He was so good in that. And I, I wish yeah. I, I actually need to go good. buy that one. And he is the reason, God help me, I'm kind of excited for The Division. They're actually making Ubisoft's movie. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft is making the movie from the game The Division, and he is in it. Oh, nice. So I'm like, okay. All right. I, okay I can follow that. that. I can't remember off the top of my head who the director is right now. But I know Jake Gyllenhaal is... Uh, Right, not writing it, but he's acting and his production company is producing it. Okay. So I'm like, all right, you have a little more of my attention of this one could be decent. Yeah. But him playing a bad guy against Tom Holland. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for that. I wonder, I want to know, because I know Matt Damon turned down a role for the Uh villain, and I wonder if it's this role. I'm okay with Matt Damon not being in this. Yeah. I, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is a better actor. Yeah. Unless it's jason bourne yeah but I, I refuse to watch jason bourne the fourth one because i think they just tied it a nice bow for the trilogy and i'm just done 
Yeah. So I, I don't want to yeah. watch Jason Bourne just because of that. But we'll probably watch it sometime. We probably will. So <laughs> I'll I, get bored and I'll just be like, let's watch this. Let's, let's, let's do this. Okay, so tell me a little bit about this Comcast thing. Okay, so Comcast is really, really talking about putting in a bid for Fox. Which is uh, crazy like to me. Creeping in behind Disney and just being like, hey, uh, hey, we want this too. We want this. And they're talking about how um, they're going to match or match and better Disney's offer. Dang. Yeah. Like That's... even for the CEOs of Fox that mm-hmm. will be leaving, like they're Comcast is saying, hey, we'll give you a better severance better se- package. Wow. They're real. Oh, okay. All yeah, chips like, in on this one. Comcast is really trying to do it. At the time of the article from CNN, um, Fox is still saying, well, we really kind of want to go with Disney, but sure. I think that they're also maneuvering for how much will Comcast give us? Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this and Disney made a $52.4 billion deal in December for Fox's movie studios and regional sports networks. Oh, I didn't, I thought the FCC could, wouldn't allow that because they have, ESPN, but that, um, that's neither here nor there. It's probably something about because uh, Disney used stocks instead of cash for its bid. Like that, oh. they bring that in in the article. I'm assuming that okay, so makes a difference. Yeah, because I think I want to say Comcast is like cash. Yeah, instead of just well, stocks. Stocks. Blech. Yeah, I think also because it's regional sports mm-hmm. and not ESPN. Because isn't that more national? Yeah, ESPN is a national. New I'm National guessing Sports Network. that's where it's more okay. Okay. That's my guess. Again, I don't understand business entirely, so please don't come after me for this. Come okay. after me for other things that I say that are my opinion. Yep. Uh, looks like Comcast is offering $60 billion. Yeah. Wow. Or at least that's that's the rumor that, are, that it, apparently yeah, the article Yeah, I mean, saying. of course, all of these numbers are ballpark figures and none of these companies are going to give the exact figures to the public. That'd be weird, though, just to see Universal. It'll be Universal Marvel. That be- would be weird. Because Comcast owns Universal Studio oh, or Universal. About that. And so, which would be actually interesting because Marvel or Universal still owns the rights to solo Hulk movies. Mm-hmm. So we could have, in theory, X-Men and Deadpool with Hulk weird yeah that that that's just let that sit in for a second so that's not okay i I mean as fanboys and fangirls yeah we wanted to go to disney it makes the most sense it really does but i mean when it comes down to money i also look at it from this right if i'm gonna be a ceo uh i I look at it from this point of view who has the more staying power who who know who do i exactly who do i know will survive every storm thrown at them Disney. And I'm like, I would rather have my, if I really cared about my properties, which, all right, it's CEOs. That's maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know, but I think it would would make more sense to me for me to go, you know what? I understand you're offering me more money and better severance packages. Yeah. But these characters and the people. Yeah. The, if I really look at it from the people's point of view, we want it to go to Disney so we can have a giant Marvel cinematic universe, the right one that we don't need but really want but really want and kind of actually don't deserve because kevin fahey has done a fantastic job i have not missed the x-men in the mcu yeah awkwardly enough yeah and i i'm slightly I mean, that f- being said 
I would love for the X-Men to get some better movies. Yes. And that's the biggest reason that I want them to go to Fahey. Yeah. I, I think under Fahey's guidance. Because I don't have too many complaints about a lot of the X-Men movies. Yeah. But I do think they could be better. I think they could be better, too. So I don't know. Yep. But we'll see what happens with all that. Um, also, I mean, Mickey Mouse has been around for like 90 years now. Yeah. Because I, I think that he was first made in 1928. It's staying power for me. And I, I think that's where hopefully CEO, the CEO is looking at it going, all right, it's, it's probably better to do it this way. Yeah. That's my hope. So this is a very interesting idea. We're talking about staying power, money, and all this stuff. Yeah. So on Thursday, apparently, for a little bit, we Netflix, don't know how long. Netflix was worth more than both Disney and Comcast. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. That is me. legit a streaming service. And let's play a little bit of a what if game right now. Okay. What if it stayed like that? And Netflix goes, ah, screw it. Fox. We want Fox. How much? How much, Fox? How crazy would that be to go? For uh, Netflix to suddenly have actual TV channels? Actual TV channels. Oh, my God. So they would have the FX network, FXX, and sports, too. Technically, they legally could have sports now. Yeah. And so they would be able to go at both ends of streaming service and TV service. That blows my little mind. Yeah. I mean, let's go. Let's lean it back to Marvel. They could do Marvel TV shows, probably better. Possibly. And then you can mix them in with like Wolverine and Daredevil. I don't think you could mix them in with Daredevil because Daredevil is still not oh, from Disney. Oh, that's still Disney. I'm sorry. That's You're still right. Disney. You are correct. Dang it. I got really excited about but that idea. I would love to see uh, Netflix take on an X-Men series. Yeah. I think like they would do their it, original content. I think they would do it justice. Yeah. That would be really cool. And something I would really enjoy, like a weekly, uh, and I know it's Netflix and they just drop yeah. it and we, sh- we binge watch it, but you give me eight to ten episodes of a good, full-fledged, character-pushed X-Men, mo- uh, X-Men series with Cyclops, Gene, all them. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, that sounds oh, yeah. really cool. But it's just, it, it blows my mind that for a little bit, just a little bit, yeah. Netflix owned the media world. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind um, of. I mean, Preface there's all this. They're still behind like AT&T and I think Verizon. Uh, yeah, yeah. AT&T and Verizon. Yes. So, I mean, we'll see. We will see. So, who's a Whovian? Me. Me too. This is something you found, which I absolutely love. I've seen this like so many times since I found this article. So tell me about this. What's going to happen? So you know how Twitch has streamed like all of the Power Rangers that they were able to all of those episodes. Um, and they, they've they done this with a couple series. Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. They yeah. streamed that one. All of Bob Ross's. Yes, that's so, right. The Bob Ross. The Bob Ross series. Painting series, which is awesome. So they're going back to the classic Doctor Who and BBC is actually going to stream all, well, not all, but fi- over 500 episodes of classic Doctor Who. That's so they're insane. spanning seven doctors. That is insane. So they're not going to have the eighth doctor's movie. Okay. 
That's what it sounds like. I actually kind of want to watch that. It sounds like they're not going to have the eighth Doctor's movie. Okay. But they're going to have 500 episodes. So this actually starts uh, this week, May 29th. Crap. Okay. Yeah. So it starts on Tuesday. Okay. Um, Or tomorrow when you're listening to this. If you listen to this when it comes out, then it's tomorrow. Um, But it's going to be 11 a.m. Pacific. So here in Texas, that's going to be like one o'clock. I think if I have my times correct, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, they're going to have approximately six to seven hour blocks uh, Mondays through Friday. If you miss, if you miss any of them, each block will be repeated twice immediately after so that wherever you are in the world, you'll be able to join thousands of other people live watching. So eight, eight episodes, eight hours. Eight times three is twenty-four. I think some of the classic ones were even half, a, oh, half were an they? hour. Oh, that's crazy. Possibly, I, didn't know that. I, I don't remember. I was going to ask that too. Like, are they hour all of them hour? Or? I don't remember because British TV is different. That's true. British TV is different. But some I, of them have commercials and some of them don't. I love this. It's so cool. So much that I'm kind of excited to just jump in randomly on Twitch. Like, part Excuse of me, me wants to jump in on this, and part of me is just like, but. Then I'm gonna miss things. Yeah, we're gonna miss things going on. But I, <laughs> who I, this is one thing I never would have thought of. Like I, I like the Twitch presents stuff. I think it's really goofy and fun. Mm-hmm. And this is one that I'm like, oh, I didn't know I wanted this. Yeah. And now I do. Thank you, Twitch. Oh, and to get people to watch, they're also gonna have some weekly competitions throughout the marathon. Which, by the way is i forgot to mention this it's going to be running until july 23rd good lord yeah good that lord. many episodes and there's doctor who emotes too on twitch so yeah that's they're gonna awesome. have some emotes that is uh, awesome but yeah the merit the sweepstakes are gonna have like winning tickets to this autumn's london film and comic-con um i'm sure that they'll have some tickets to some other cons like there's a TARDIS con in Chicago that I heard about. It's Seriously? One of, yeah, it's one of the biggest Doctor Who cons ever. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, I listened I to that. a podcast with the um, creator of it. Oh, that's yeah. really awesome. Like it's really cool. Wow. So there's all kinds of things. That's crazy going on. That is nuts. Uh, another thing that I found out is they're talking about having a Babysitters Club series. My on God. TV. Why? So I remember reading this when I was in like middle school. Uh-huh. I read several of, I read a lot of the babysitters club. Um, and I kind of have mixed feelings on this. I understand to be honest with you. It, it's cause I mean, it was such a product of the nineties. God was the babysitters club in the nineties. Oh no. I was thinking the box called car children. I was like, Boxcar Children is older. Older, yeah, that's right. Okay, I read that, those too. I'm sure you. I did. read so and many Nancy of Drew. those. I read several Nancy Drew, not all of them. Yeah. Now um, that you said that, I can remember the covers when I was a kid in my library looking yeah. at Babysitters Club. I mean, stuff. this might have yep. been 80s. I don't remember. I, th- I think little, because according 80s, to this, uh, there was 80s. a like there was a Babysitters Club club tv series from scholastic that was in the early 90s on hbo i actually remember that and there was a babysitter's club movie i thought. yeah there was in 95 i remember watching it and i was just like eh. nice it's 
So what is it? Does it say where it's coming to? Like, is it a streaming like Netflix? Um, is it I think Fox? it's actually going to be on a TV channel, but I think right now they're just kind of shopping, talking about it. Okay, I gotcha. I mean, that'd be interesting. I mean, what is old is now new again in our time. Yeah. So pretty much. I mean, I'd, I'd be I'm willing to try it. But I'm willing to try I mean, anything, let's be honest. I mean... I don't know if we'll actually watch it, but yeah. it's very interesting it's, to me. It's cool for our age group and older, because... Oh, yeah, yeah I remember I mean, what. it's something nice... I mean, especially since people might be like, oh, this is nice and wholesome, let's have my kids watch it. Yeah. Like, I mean, Fuller House. Yeah. Um, the... I mean, there have been several yeah, that came exactly. back. Yeah, exactly. And I'm all Girl Meets World. Oh, yeah. I forgot that one. Yeah. I liked Boy I mean, Meets World when I was a kid. I never watched it, so which is not surprising. No. All right. Everyone, let us all collectively grab our hands, put our hands out in front of our face. And get and ready for a facepalm. Get ready for that facepalm. I am being 100% serious when I say there is a game called Active Shooter, the simulation coming to Steam. It is now trying to be blocked by Steam. Oh, so many people are trying to block it. But it is right now tentative to come to steam and when i say active shooter it legitimately is that so it's a first person shooter you are in but where are you a dynamic swat simulator in which dynamic roles are offered to players players can see themselves in an in-depth arsenal at their disposal as they roam school halls for the game's objective so not cool with public sh- oh no that's just yeah I, and i agree with this article like with Public shootings and school shootings just on a rise. How is this entertainment? And who thought this was a good idea? The developer. The developer. Like, they are still de- backing their game with this. They're just like, oh, well, it's obviously fake. And I'm just like, yep. of all the violence in video games that I will sit here and defend, Yes, this one is not okay. I mean, there have been 22 school shootings in the U.S. just this year, since January. Yeah. I think we're on, actually, I think we're on 25 now. Nice. Oh. Yeah, I think one happened Friday. Oh, my God. Yeah, one happened Friday. Because I, I, I remember it like. this article came out on the 25th. Yeah. May 25th. And we're recording this on the 27th. Yeah. Maybe maybe it is up to date. I don't know. But I could. I, I, I remember there was another school shooting. Oh, God. So um, I want to say. I'm I just. So done. I don't understand. Now, I, I have no problem with games that are hostage negotiations in just That's a normal fine. bland tower for a normal bland company that we don't know. That's fine. I have no problem with that. I have no yeah. problem with correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say rainbow six siege. There are hostage negotiations. That's fine. Or like save the hostages, yeah. eliminate the target target, save the hostage. That's fine. But it's not in a school. I, I don't know. I don't have the game. I want to pick it up because it looks entertaining. Yeah. But Someone has to go, maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe, you should, maybe we shouldn't have a game where you are the shooter in a school shooting. Exactly. Or you're going after, even if you're going after someone who is a shooter, like you're the SWAT team and you're going after someone in a school. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe, maybe I that's would a, be more okay if that was a small part of a game. 
to acknowledge that, hey, this is something that happens. Sure. Okay. I mean, and you're right. We do need to acknowledge this is something but that happens. But when this is the entire game. And that's what it seems like. It seems like this is not, it's so nothing but the tell. game. Like, if it's one level, then do what Call of Duty did in uh, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Where they, like, when you, you had to, when I loaded up the game, it said there is one section in the game that is way, is very disturbing and especially for children, but in the climate of what's going on, do you want to skip this? It will not change how the game plays. Yes or no. Yeah. And that was the uh, terrorist attack on a airport where you just open fired. Got it. And it was, uh, and I was like, all right, I, I want to see the controversy. That doesn't mean what's it like. It was very surreal. Just to open fire. I was like, this is odd. This is really, really odd. So yeah. having this just, where are your friends? Or and where- like the way that the developer is reacting to everybody being appalled by this, like they're just saying, don't take this game too seriously. Sure. And it's I'm a video like, game. You're I right. I get that. It, it's game. We shouldn't take games that seriously. Yeah. But, but we do. But we do. And you chose to put a put it in a, a setting of a school where there's an active shooter. Yeah. Where can happen. At any time, literally anywhere, anywhere, which yes, anything can happen anywhere, but the frequency of it, which it shouldn't be happening is the problem that I have with it. Yeah. So developer, which crap, I don't have your name. What is the developer's name? Um, I want to say it's um, a Danish developer. I I don't know. I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but you deserve the facepalm of the week because you, you should have been not. A little more considerate, but just take a temperature of the climate in the world. Seriously. Just just take a little bit of, of oh, I wonder if this is a bad idea. Yes. Yes, it is. It really is. Honestly. So let, let's pivot from that stupidity mm-hmm. to maybe not stupid, but why? Maybe if you look at it from that point of view. Like, okay, Where are so, we going with this? Okay, so Japan, Nintendo Japan, Nintendo of Japan is going to be releasing a second Switch bundle. Yeah. No dock. No charge cord. No charge cord. No HDMI cable. You get the Switch console, Joy-Cons. And Joy-Con straps. Yeah, and the straps. That's it. Okay, I'm down with that. For the low, low price... We're going to round a little bit to $250. Roughly. Roughly $250. I mean, it's 26,978 yen, which is about 45ish, $50ish American, and I want to say 30 pounds, give or take. I I think that's what I read. British. British pound. Yes, I know. Okay. You're looking at me weird. You're saying that the price of this is 30 to f- 30, 30 pounds, pounds off. 30 pounds off. Okay. Yeah. 30 would, pounds off. That's what, sorry. That's what I meant. It was 30 pounds off. So I'm, I'm looking at this yeah. going, I get it. I, okay. I understand Japan. I get you, but why can't you put in a charge cord? Yeah. I will forego the idea of not having a dock. Like I understand. Take the dock out because not everybody needs a dock for a second switch or some people just want to play the switch in handheld. Yeah. I'm with you. That's fine. But the, the money numbers don't line up. And that's what gets at me. all at all. And yeah, I'm with you. Like, all right, with the, with a 3ds, we it has been around for centuries. 
or the DS has been around for centuries. <laughs> yes. We have all had, we all have one, two, three or four, and we've got the charge cords for it. Okay. I understand why, why you released the 3DS, the new 3DS, the new 3DS, the 2DS without a charge cord. The 2DS has a charge. That's cord. right. It does. The new 3DS doesn't. The new 3DS does not, which is ridiculous. I think it and is. I hate it, but we, we have four or five just but, floating around. Okay. That's, cool. that's been out long enough that charge cords are cheap. The switch has not been out long enough that charge cords are sweet are cheap or we've just had multiple switches in our household where we have one or two just laying around yeah which okay come to find out i don't trust this but you can use a third party charge a charger with a a micro or USB C type but i don't trust that because i'm very leery on that concept like yeah so i understand the docks don't run what right like third party docks don't run right and it can break your switch that's fine but how is that legitimately different from just plugging it in from a sony not a sony i'm sorry we have samsung's our samsung note 8 USB-C charge cord yeah i i, I mean the wattage if the wattage is correct i don't see a legit it problem with fine. it but it still oogs me out just enough yeah it's a little weird but th- this being 250 dollars, and you and let's say a parent goes go ahead like they buy one for their kid again they've got another kid and the kid wants one 250 dollars that makes okay, sense to me. That's, a, that's sure. an easy pill to swallow. Yeah. Oh, I want another dot in it, though, now, mom and dad, to play in on this TV. Yeah. So now I'm paying 80 more bucks. I thought they were 90. Toys R Us is the only place that has it at 90. I, I've i seen them down to 80. Like, they price cut them, but maybe that For was the just... Docks? Yeah, maybe that was just a deal. I don't know. Okay, let's say well, 90. Well, they got down to 60 at one point. Yes. But I, I think that was a short term. That was a short term deal. All right, let's 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 say 90. Oh, it's $90. Yeah. So now so I'm paying... Now I'm saving $50 to buy this no-dock system, but then I'm paying another $80 yes. to get a dock. To get a dock. When I could have just paid $300 to get a dock. Yeah. So I'm not, And a charge cord. Yeah, and a charge cord. And an HDMI cord. So charge cord, $19.99, I want something, something like, like that. that. HDMI cable, just find one on Amazon for like four bucks. Yeah. But you're you're now, I mean, it's almost that you're committing to only being in handheld, which people do. That's fine. Yeah. But or if you already have a dock, then you have to trade off who gets it. Who gets it. Exactly. And that's Which why John and I don't share well. No. So, I what? mean, we would have gotten the full thing anyway. Exactly. Which we already did. Which we did. So <laughs> it's just interesting. Like, I, I see this. It's only in Japan. For I now. do see this coming to the West. I hope that they throw in a charge cord for us. Either. I think I think they will throw a charge cord in. I well, actually, I don't know. It's Nintendo. Nintendo yeah, do what Nintendo there's do. There's no promises but there. I I think this is going to come around Black Friday. Yeah, I could see that. And w- between Black Friday sales of the Switch without fifty dollars cheaper. Oh, and by the way, here's this Pokemon game. See, I could see that. Like where I mean, you still have to pay the sixty bucks for the Pokemon game, but I see this like if they're really kind of changing. If Nintendo's changing their marketing of being a home console that you can take on the go to a handheld that you can play on a TV. Yeah. That's more appealing. Yeah. I mean, especially if they threw in uh joy cons with it. Yeah. If they throw in joy cons with it. And I, I think, I think they might be onto something. I'll be very interested to see how it's received here in the States though. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know, but it, it's interesting. Yeah. Whatever. We'll see. Uh, still on switch news. Uh, this one caught my attention. Because, I mean, the title just caught my attention. Okay. Uh, So the title of this article from Polygon is, The Switch is the perfect console 
for masochists. Now, I didn't read this article, so tell yeah. me. Uh, so it's a, honestly, you're going to agree with this. Okay. So they're talking about how the Switch is great for, you know, it's got Mario, yes. it's got all these wonderful games that we're used to, but it's also become a perfect platform for Massacore games. So games, Massacore games are games where you die over and over and over again. Celeste. Like Celeste or The Binding of Isaac. Um, let's see. The big ones right now are like Enter the Gungeon, Celeste, The Binding of Isaac, Afterbirth, Darkest Dungeon, The End is Nigh, and Thumper. Like those are the ones that the article really focuses on. I have on. three of those games. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't. And you want all of them. I want all of them. Yeah. I was like, I know because, I've got Thumper on the PlayStation. Yeah. But I mean, yes, I have. The, yeah, Enter the Gungeon, my God. I'm Well, actually, Celeste is the one that I, I've never... Cuphead still, like, demoralizes me. Yeah. Celeste is getting Celeste there, is very though. very close. Celeste is getting there. I am stuck on one level that I cannot... Because I'm, I'm trying to get the stupid strawberries. <laughs> and there's one part that I have to land just right. And I've probably been there for a month and a half now. Yeah. I mean, just that's the thing. These are games that are super hard. But you can just pick it up. Play it for a little bit. Yeah. And once you're done dying, just then you can just set it aside. Go on you to can something set else. aside the system. Uh, like it's great for a workplace if you're trying to sneak in some gaming at work. Sure. And you just die and somebody needs your attention. You're just like, huh, what? Um, and like they also mentioned like Death Road to Canada. Oh, God. Um, That's one I want to pick up. I do, too. Uh, Wizard of Legend and N++. N++ is apparently ridiculously hard if i remember correctly yeah um, it utilizes death as a teaching tool across a few thousand levels jesus oh my god yeah i do okay it's a little side note wizard uh-huh. of legend has come out of nowhere it is i looked it up this i don't know morning. anything about it it has come it is the number one game on the eShop right now okay so wizard of legend is a top-down spellcasting game where you clear randomly generated rooms with an array of magical powers all uh, most of them elemental Oh God! So yeah, that game. I, I'm trying to figure out if yeah. I want that on the Switch or if I want to like pick it up on Steam or something like that. So yeah, I mean, I'm just like, you know what? This is a great way to put it. Yeah, because I mean, the 3DS doesn't have games like this. Not no, not really. The Vita it went more towards RPGs, which but is fine. The Vita would have been great for these titles as well. Yeah. And I'm a little bit, I'm sure that Sony is kicking themselves going, man, we should have gone more with these kind of games. Yeah. Because they're perfect for handheld. Exactly. You don't need the huge TV. Nope. But. Just enough screen to see what's going on. You need to be able to turn it on fast, turn it off fast, drop in and out of your game. Yep. And the Switch answers all of those. Exactly. I I agree. And you're right. That that article is correct. It is 100% for the games that just really really want to piss you off really really fast and like most of these games are even like the graphics are easy enough Mm -hmm. that there's no problem playing them on the switch no enter the gungeon runs so smooth on the switch that's what we've heard i mean i I, what hour or two that i've played it with (laughs) i mean it is a bullet hell forgot you had that it is a it is the definition of a bullet hell and it's just diving and running and diving and yeah. shoot three and dive again because there's hundreds of bullets all over the place so Which, it's 
like looking at that makes me go, why did I get a switch? And then I'm just like, it's for all the other games It's for the other games. I, and it's very interesting too. Cause you're right. Shmups, bullet hells, just hard ass games. Yeah. Not, not up your alley. No, but the switch is becoming the RPG. Yeah. Like this cutesy little RPGs that, I'm just sitting here having a good time with them. Exactly. Something I can play them anywhere. I don't have to try and get you to turn off the TV or let me play or whatever. I can just sit there and there play and whenever I want. Exactly. So it, the switch is checking off so many marks for yes. multiple different people that it's, it's fantastic. It's insane. And it's fantastic that Nintendo figured this out. Yeah. I love, them I for love that. that. Hey, who's a sneakerhead? Uh, not it. But I still like footwear. I like footwear, too. I'm not really a sneakerhead, but I am a collector. Yes. And you have to, like, tie me down not to buy these. Mm-hmm. So tell me tell me about what, what's coming. Tell me okay. about what's coming. So I think that we've mentioned this once or twice before. I think we have. Uh, but Puma has partnered up with Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, and they're making sneakers, and they actually look really cool. Like, they've got a blue one for Sonic. They've got a red one for, is it Robotnik or Eggman? It's, what are we calling him today? It is Eggman. Okay. It's Eggman, yeah. Um, but yeah, they've got uh they've got two pairs of shoes, the RSO Sonic and the RS Dr. Eggman. Okay. If they okay, so they're probably going old school to like Sonic 1, 2 and 3 where he was called Eggman or yeah. Robotnik. No, I, this is Eggman. This is Eggman. Sorry. This Sorry. Is Eggman. Sorry. Sorry. The original Japanese Eggman. Okay. I, I'm looking at the picture right now, and I absolutely love these shoes. And like they've worked in the gold rings, they've worked in the n- fields. Uh, yeah, it's green, green heel meadows. zone. It is green yeah. heel zone, and I, I was like, "That's really cute." I dig that a lot. Yeah, just, something I'm like, I I want these just to collect them because I, I I've already said I've got the Nintendo Vans. Yeah. So it's it one just of those, comes down to price. Yeah. And what are these like 160 and like the Eggman ones are all. Yeah, they're okay. $130. So not the worst yeah, for it's, sneakers. It's not too bad. But yeah, like the Robotnik ones are all red and then they've got the little white and black caution things around oh, the sides and cool. they've got blue soles. I like underneath the on the soles, too. It's a Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. That's, that's really, that's really an, cool. Just such a cool little touch. That's awesome i love it so uh, that ah uh, that's hard to say no to it I, really is i want to but I, like, I shouldn't and like they're subtle enough that people would just look at them and be like oh you've got cool shoes yeah you got cool sneakers nice. oh and then i just saw this little detail on the eggman ones uh-huh. uh, it's actually got his face it's a lighter red so uh-huh. it doesn't show up and it's just on the inside nice like uh the, the inside, inside heel yeah and just it's so cute it, it, that is super cute i i, I dig that now I want to spend. I do. I, I want to spend the money on that one. Mm-hmm. But what's holding me back mm-hmm. is this new PlayStation Four controller. Okay. All right. Tell me about this. Controller. Okay. So if most people, I don't know if most people know, you can go to the go to the store and get the Xbox Elite Pro controller where you yeah. can switch out, uh, just almost everything on that thing. You can yeah, switch you the can buttons. Switch uh, buttons. Joycon the. Joysticks. Joysticks. You've got, you can actually put levers on the back of them to like quick taps. Yeah. So I, I, I love that. D-pad is interchangeable. I love that. Well, PlayStation decided to answer the call. Finally. And they have, they have. They're a little late to the party. They are late. But this is a first party PlayStation 4 Pro controller. Yeah. One thing that I truly love about it 
is it's designed like the Xbox controller. Which is hilarious. I, which is hilarious, but it makes sense because, God help me, Xbox has figured out the, the most comfortable controller design, period. Yeah, they really have. So the joy, the uh, analog stick is moved up, and it's not in the middle yeah, like it so is. The joystick on the left side has switched places with the D-pad. The D-pad. And everything else is pretty much the same. But yeah. you can actually put triggers on like, the back. On the back. You can kind of remap everything for this. It's like your bumpers, your triggers, like they can be re- remapped to the stuff on the back or even like the A, B, X. Yeah, you can flip whatever you want with it. Uh, the X, circle, square, and triangle, triangle buttons. Yep. I love this. The um, the wired model will run you 170 bucks. Oof. The wireless wired model will cost 200 Wait, wireless wired? Yeah. So... I'm I'm assuming you can play this on PC. So you your ex your PlayStation will be able to connect wirelessly through the Bluetooth. And then mm-hmm. I think you'll probably have to plug it into your PC to play it on PC. That is my quick assumption. So for the wireless wire, that's usually what happens when it's both. I mean, I would assume that it's you can play it wireless or wired. Yeah. I mean you can. I mean that you can play it wirelessly or wired on both. Probably on the PlayStation. I'm still very iffy on the the uh, computer because I don't know. I don't know. I, we I haven't ha- heard one way or the other. I haven't. Re- I know you can connect your PlayStation Four controller to the computer through Bluetooth. I haven't tried it because I've got the Microsoft dongle that yeah. works perfectly fine for me. And again, I'm over. I, I like being comfortable when I game in my hand. So yeah, this is something I I I know I shouldn't, but I do want. I know. It's just, it sucks. and It's so expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> Which it, is why we haven't gotten the Xbox one either. Yeah. And I think Xbox is going to announce a new one during E3. Which, Great. hey, let's talk about some PlayStation E3 news as we wrap this podcast up. Okay. So, we have heard over this week that we have entered the final, or we're entering the final life cycle of the PlayStation 4. The final phase of the life cycle. Final phase of the life cycle. You've got to be very specific on the words because then it just blows up and we're getting a PlayStation 5 next year. We're not. No. We are no, not getting not a PlayStation. Next year. It'll be in like three years. Three years. At least three years. So that that legitimately blows my mind that it, it doesn't feel like we've been sitting on this current console life cycle for five years. But we have. And we have. And I think, and I was telling, we were texting back and forth. What has messed me up is these half steps. Yeah. Like, I'm used to the S coming at some point. Yes. It's the Pro. Like, the Pro just came out, what, last year? Yeah, it was last year. The Pro came out last year. we got ours pretty fast. So, yeah, the PlayStation Pro came out last year. We're still waiting to get a 1X. Yeah, maybe there'll be a price drop with E3 or something. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping, because that's when I want to buy one. But yeah. it, it's interesting that we've been, like, it doesn't feel like five years, because I, I feel like Sony, Sony's hitting its stride. Xbox yeah. is, I think Xbox is about to hit its stride with that Game Pass. It could. And I it's so. it's really pushing backwards compatibility. So you've yeah. got this weird dichotomy of two different systems. It's so weird. That you've got the best first-party games in PlayStation and then you've got everything you could possibly want in your back catalog, most of it, quote unquote, with Xbox. And yeah. then you just got so they have Papa their own- Nintendo doing its own thing. Yeah. 
But, I mean, Nintendo is working so hard to have uh, exclusives that are only, like, if you don't have a gaming PC, you can do it on the Switch. Yes. And they're doing so, really good at that, at taking yeah. a little bit of the share of Steam. Yeah. But it's weird. I, I find this weird because you're right. Like, we just, I just bought a PlayStation Pro over last summer. Yeah, yeah it was when it came out. Because we pre-ordered it. It was the Destiny 2. Oh. Oh, yeah. I guess it was. Yeah. Because at the time, that was the only way you could get the white. The white one. And I really I really Pro. wanted the white PS4 yeah. Pro. But it, it's so we're in the next three years, we're going to most likely get a PlayStation 5. I highly doubt we're going to get any kind of announcement this E3. Not even next E3. It, I, it might be next it, E3. It could be next they E3. They could start talking a little bit about it. I mean, that's what Nintendo did. Oh, yeah, we're, we're making an well, NX. That's what Xbox did, too, with True. the Scorpio, and, which became the One X. Yeah. That's true. It did. It did get announced a couple years before then. Yeah. But it, it's interesting to see. Like, I don't feel like this. It, it's too old. This life cycle is very old. But it is it, in, in console terms. Yeah. And we got this kind is of, one of the longest cycles that we've had. Yeah. Last cycle was eight years. OK. So the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 was a th- eight about an eight year cycle. I thought it was like seven. Seven, eight years. Tomato, tomato. But well, I mean, if we if we're looking at three years from now, then that means that this is only an eight year cycle. An eight year cycle. That's true. But it's like I would love to see them push it a little bit longer just to let the PS4 Pro shine a little to bit. To shine more. a little more, yeah, because you're right. It's it's one of those, all right, it's here. Cool. I actually like having it. But what I mean, there's games that get the PS4 Pro update, and this is if you play yeah. it on a pro, you get better graphics or HDR or constant 40 uh, 60 60 frames per second but i what are what are we gonna get from the playstation 5 all right we don't know no one really knows i'm sure it's gonna be something crazy vr pushed i i don't know there's so many rumors out there that i'm not even going to go into them well you know what i think we're gonna get what do you think we're and gonna i might get? be beating you to this i bet you are so i'm gonna piggyback off of your earlier i hate you you t- you're taking taking my thunder that's how it rolls uh, but I th- I really do think that we're going to get uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake on the PS5. Yes, I actually agree with that. It, it just th- makes too much sense. I think it's going to be a friggin' launch title. I think it really could be. I, or at least like, launch window. Let's say launch really, window. If they're really smart, they'll actually n- bundle it with a PS5 and like have a really cool skin on it. Just have that meteor. I, you know, I, I think that would be really Money-wise, cool. fan-wise... Sony wise, Square Enix wise, yeah. I could actually see them doing that. It just makes sense. It, it makes a lot of sense to kind of all right. Here's the PlayStation Five. You've got the normal black, which I kind of want different colors. Or give me a black and white because I'm really At loving least. white consoles. I think they're so gorgeous. Yeah, that I'm so close to modding Joy Cons so I can have white Joy Cons. Yeah, but give me a black, give me a white, and you know what? Here, guys, here is a PlayStation Five bundle with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, I actually I think you're right. Because, I mean, they just put out a new listing, like, what, three weeks ago? Yes. A job listing for to work on levels for Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, which we can assume, like, I'm sure it's to a point, and then they've gone back and, like, all right, we yeah. have to make this better, guys. We have to be true to the Final Fantasy fandom. Yeah. And so I, I'm very interested to see how much... They had to go back and, like, it, did they start from scratch? I don't know. I would think they almost had to. Yeah. And because I know because they're changing so much. And I know because of this, devs probably already have 
the dev kit for the PlayStation Five. Or I it's actually getting, heard that like they, last week. Okay, like so. that was one of the first inklings that the PS Five was coming mm-hmm. is because some devs got the prototype. Got the prototype. All right. So yeah, so we're, I think that they could really be pushing for that. Yes, that'd be interesting. I'm I'm actually kind of shocked. Like some of these games, some of these bigger games that are like, why aren't you waiting for the PlayStation Five? Like. Because that's still several years out, and True. if they've already started, like, Develop. if they're at the point of releasing a game, yeah, that's already years of development for the most part. Yeah. And you don't want to go back and be like, oh, oh well, we're pushing I, it have back to, a little bit longer. I have to redo this entire game to make it look better for the PS5. Yeah. I agree. Final Fantasy VII Remake, PlayStation 5. Yeah. So, it, all PlayStation right now. We've got the four games that PlayStation said this is their big four. This is what they're going to talk about the C three. Yeah, this is their these are their exclusives, and it, it really feels like they're the sun hasn't set, but it's starting to like with yeah, how they're kind of like explaining this. Evening. Yeah, it's it's starting to set, and with these games, like and so, I'm what sure are the four games? Your four games. You've got Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Super excited for yes. Death Stranding is probably going to be an weird. acid trip. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, I am ridiculously excited for. And The Last of Us Part 2? I'm not sure how to feel about that. I'm not that. sure about how to feel about that one either. I, I don't... It was a... Uh, we've used this word a lot in this podcast. Contained. Last of Us was a very contained, damn near perfect game. Yeah. It had a great ending. It just tied off. You you were left with a little bit of a... What? Now, that being said, we also haven't played the DLC. No, that's true. We have not played the DLC. So I, I don't know where they're going with this game. I'm very interested. Are we still with Ellie and Joel? Do we have other characters? Obviously, we have other characters that were introduced with that yeah. hyperly violent PSX trailer, which well, you know. didn't actually need to be. But that's just me. Not really. That That is just me on saying that one. But I, I don't know where to go with like. The Last of Us, and I don't know if I want to. That's weird for me to say when The Last yeah. of Us is one of my favorite games, period. It is which, in my top five. Which is funny because like Red Dead Redemption had such a good ending from what you told me because I oh, still have fantastic. Seen it. And yet you're still excited for Red Dead Redemption 2. But Red Dead Redemption 2 is a prequel. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, and I'm with you. Red Dead Redemption is uh, in my probably top 10 of my favorite games of all time as well. Yeah. But it's interesting to be kind of weary of The Last of Us. Weary. G- weary. Thank you, God. I always do that wrong. Why? I know. Why? Oh, I know. God. Ghost of Tsushima, I'm in. That just looks fun. I, I am so I can't in. wait to watch you play that I, because I, I know I can. I love the developer. The developer is, um, oh, crap. I, I remember what they did the infamous games. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I don't remember who, what your, what your name is right now off the top of my head. I've just completely blanked. But they did the infamous games. I actually the one I played one and two. I never played the one on PlayStation four yet. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, li- I like just how it works. And it's interesting. They went from this like X-Men superpower kind of superhero thing to based in an actual historical event. It's crazy. And I'm like, that's amazing. I, yeah. I love and I'm, I'm all big on samurais. I would love to spend the money on my own samurai Armor? Armor. Like authentic samurai armor and just display it. Um, I, really? You want the authentic stuff? I want the authentic stuff. Oh, 
why are you doing this to me? I don't know, but I that do. That sounds I, expensive. Oh, let's build our own since we technically okay. have access to building our own. I would love that so much. That, that way you can wear it. That just makes me so happy. There's something about it that I truly love. <laughs> Death Stranding. It's Kojima. I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. I know. All right. So it's Death Stranding. We got a little bit of tidbit coming out from Mads Mikkelsen himself. So I love how you say himself. He's an actor in the game. He, he's the act, one of the actors in the game. He played Le Chief in Casino Royale mm-hmm. and was in. And he was also in Doctor Strange. What? He was the main bad guy. Doctor Strange. Sorry. We talked about Doctor Who and that's why I went. I'm sorry. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I was Just like, you're like, what do you mean? What? I was like, no, he wasn't. No, I, we talked about yeah, Doctor, Doctor Who Strange. and I was like. I, you're smoking something because that's wrong. But no, Doctor Strange, you're right. Okay, cool. And it's just what he said was that Death Stranding is about global player cooperation. What? Collaboration. 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 What? So it almost sounds like after reading this article, it seems like it's going to be similar to um, Dark Souls. Okay. When you play it online or Bloodborne. Oh, where I have the go- the weird ghost and where then I can call someone. I think it's going to be like, it's something like that. But what other people do uh, actually somewhat affects your game. Okay. To a certain extent. It's like, because like in the trailers, um, they talk about in this, in this article, how uh, like in the trailers, you do see some multiple babies. Yeah. So it's kind of like each person that plays this game has a baby, so they're able to affect how certain things change or like make slight alterations. Uh, like it's really weird. That's that's insane. I mean, it's really weird. Oh, excuse me. Wow. Um, um, I mean, only only Hideo Kojima could pull this off. But yeah. But- I mean, he did he did something like that with uh, Metal Gear Solid Five uh-huh. Phantom Pain, uh, where it invited players to build nuclear weapons to get a trophy. Yeah. And then if you could get everybody to actually disarm, then like all of the players all across the, players the world to get- disarm, then you would get a disarmament cutscene. See, OK, I, I didn't put this into the podcast weeks ago. But apparently that was a glitch that happened uh-huh. and everyone disarmed and everyone got the cutscene and yeah. like they were like that wasn't supposed to happen. So, yes, but I could see I can see Kojima like really liking really, stuff like really that. Really pushing that one. I, I don't know what to feel about this game because I have no idea what it is. Yeah. And I I, I, I hope even the people, even the actors in this don't understand the plot. Like Mads Mikkelsen doesn't know if he's actually a villain. That's insane. Like he has no idea if he's actually a villain or not. That's absolutely insane. I love yeah. Matt Mikkelsen, by the way. I I'll watch he practically does, anything with him. He has some of the best villains. Yes, and I I mean, and it sucks because it's Matt Mikkelsen. I automatically go to he's the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> with messed up with eyes. How he looks with messed up eyes because Matt Mikkelsen has messed Always up eyes messed up in eyes. his villainry yeah. villainy things. I I want this game so bad. But I'm afraid of this game because legitimately have no idea what it is. Also, yeah. Kojima, I know you probably will never hear this podcast, no. but if you do or if someone goes, let's tweet about him. I want a collector's edition 
with a statue of the baby in the the sphere thing. Oh, that would be. I amazing. will buy it. Everyone will buy it. Yeah, that would be so cool. Like get a nice little baby statue, a little baby statue. That would be really creepy, but really, really cool. Yeah. Whatever this game is, I am excited for because it's there's so much mystery behind it oh. that I don't know what it is. You know what I could really see him doing? What's that? Uh, remember how? Oh, I can't remember the name of all the companies, but uh, Inside is coming out with that collector's edition. Oh, I still want that. With, I know. I think it's past the order date. Oh, God. I want but it so it's bad. like this sex toy company. Yeah. Real and flesh or something like that. Yes. I think it's real flesh. And like they're coming out with what has to be the monster at the very end. Yeah. The blob thingy. And it's going to be huge. Yeah. It's, it's like you make a baby in. The, in, in a can in the, of, in, in the sack in that weird thing and it, oh, it's like that would oh, be super creepy oh, that would be really really creepy i don't but know about very, that but pretty cool they're pretty cool and then the other one on sony's press conference is spider-man you yeah. you should be excited for that one there's no point to like talk about that one because it's it's spider-man we've got the collector's edition already ordered i'm excited i download i've got the xbox gamers pass and i downloaded uh, Sunset Overdrive, which is produced, which is developed by Insomniac, who's doing okay. Spider-Man game. Within 30 seconds, I'm not lying to anyone. I was like, oh, that's why you have Spider-Man. Okay. Like legitimately, awesome. like the flow, the movement of my character, him doing backflips and like front flips up like balconies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh, that's why you have it. Because it was okay. so fluid. It was effortless. And I'm like, this is fun. Awesome. I'm like, okay, that makes so much sense why you Yay. got Spider-Man. And I cannot friggin' wait. Yes. So Sony is it's gonna be big ish. I mean there's a, some, Well, they're gonna announce other games. There's gonna too. be other games. It's just those are the big those are the Fab Four. The Fab Four, nice. I like that. I like that but, a lot, actually. Yeah. So So those are the big four. We'll see what else they bring. Absolutely. Do you have anything else with this podcast? No, that's it. I think we're done. So we're always here on uh, this podcast, YouTube, Twitch, not Twitch. Wow. What am I doing? Wow. Wow. We're on YouTube, uh, Buzzsprout, iTunes. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Google. Google and Stitcher. Stitcher. Exactly. Uh, you can follow us on the social media areas on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you look up the geek level. That's what we're called. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, give us a like review. Tell us what you want to talk about next. Subscribe to us on YouTube. That'd be great. Give us a thumbs up on that one. And we will see. Oh, don't forget, though. Always level up. And we'll see you next week.